every moment spent in connection, reflecting on who we are and how we've grown, the moments that are full of joy and celebration, and then those moments that challenge us and ask us to change course, pivot in a new direction, and grow and change in ways that we never anticipated. Every moment spent in connection, sharing those reflections, coming together around shared experiences, changes who we are. Because it allows us to get to know who we are, to get to know our hearts, and it allows us to form connections and community around shared passions, interests, and joy. Welcome to Lessons In, a new series from Seek the Joy podcast. Through conversations focusing on life's biggest lessons, this series will explore the joys we can find through these experiences and the connection and community we create through sharing our reflections. It's an open and honest look at the moments and lessons in our lives that impact us. Every episode features a conversation that will leave you feeling inspired, motivated, full of joy, and get you thinking about the experiences in your life and the lessons they've taught you. Lessons In, a new series from Seek the Joy podcast. Welcome back to Lessons In. Today I'm joined by Lauren Chiarello to talk about a lesson she's learned about resilience. In this episode, we really dive into the role of community, gratitude, and mindset in resilience. And Lauren shares the growth and inner strength she's developed and the joy she's found. Her reflections, honesty, and vulnerability will leave you feeling inspired and remind you that resilience is really born out of difficult moments and experiences, but you really never know how these experiences will prepare and strengthen you for what's to come. Lauren is the founder of Chi Chi Life, which really melds her passions of fitness, event production and fundraising, corporate wellness, and cancer advocacy. She's really a lover of life and health and wellness, and she's energized to build community through connection of shared experiences. And I have certainly been inspired by Lauren since we first connected, I think it was last year. And what amazes me about Lauren is her optimism and her joy and her sense of purpose through her resilience. She's a two-time Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer thriver, and she continues to support, motivate, and teach rock stars who really value the importance of strengthening the mind and body. She also teaches bar, Pilates, and TRX, and she's offering amazing classes online on her website. To learn more about Lauren, today's new episode, and our series, Lessons In, head on over to the website, seekthejoypodcast.com. Everything is right there. Lauren's story, both what she shares in today's episode and what she shares online, has continued to speak to me and so many who follow and connect with her and are inspired by her. She's also a new mom, and her story of bringing her sons into the world this year will really remind you and show you that we have difficult moments and experiences, but we really never know how what we go through will prepare us for what's to come. So without further ado, let's dive into today's new episode, Lessons in Resilience with Lauren Chiarello. Lauren, 
Lauren, first of all, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast finally and to connect with you in this way because your journey has always been so inspiring to me and I've always looked at it as a journey of resilience. And I have a feeling you you do too. And I think resilience is often this muscle that we build through experience over time. And one moment, one experience can set us up for something else down the road that we may not even know of or think about. It kind of prepares us. And I also think it's so deeply personal. So I would love to maybe start off by talking to you about resilience. How, how do you define resilience for yourself and, and in your life? Sure. So... When I think of resilience, I think of leaning into life's challenges, giving yourself grace, and finding gratitude in what's present. Um, So there's like a few layers to it. I feel like resilience isn't just this black and white experience. It's not just one thing. It's very layered. And I think there's an element of being relentless and never giving up. Um, So I feel like all of those kind of wrapped up (laughs) into Mm -hmm. one little bundle, uh, sums up resilience. And I agree, you know, just what you said that, um, you know, I think the window of resilience is something that we develop really in childhood and then continues, you know, it's just experience after experience, moment after moment of when we are faced with difficult challenges and sort of these life hurdles, as I like to call them, it's, it's developed over time. And, oftentimes, you know, it's, it is difficult to flex that muscle. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. and I think that one sort of element of resilience is community and finding people who you can count on, who can support you, who can carry you when you literally feel like you cannot walk and perhaps maybe you literally can't. Mm -hmm. And it's finding, um, that community and those people who, Um, will help you during challenging times because, you know, life is made up of them. Like there's no, you know, if if only it was all sunshine and roses, you know, 24 seven, we'd be like, there we go. But it's not (laughs) how it is. So it's, it's, you know, a lot of layers for sure. I love what you said that it's about leaning into life's challenges because when things are challenging, when it's difficult, when you feel like you're being pushed to your limit, which I often think resilience is born out of those moments for sure, you can often want to run away and not lean into it or not embrace what it is that you're experiencing. So I'm curious how you've been able to lean into these challenges and embrace Mm. these difficult moments. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, a big piece is gratitude. So focusing on abundance rather than scarcity and focusing on what is good, mm-hmm. whether it be something just very tiny, uh, you know, not, doesn't have to be like huge, magical giant mm-hmm. thing, <laughs> but just these really sort of daily moments of joy um, that even when we are having a really difficult time and it feels like our, our world is just like in this like tunnel and you have like the blinders on and like all you can see is just this like one difficult experience. Like I, it is a practice and you really have to try to, for me anyway, just like it's, it's about mindset and reframing, um, what is happening and, and not to say that, you know, I guess like when you go through something difficult, like it, it's difficult. Like I'm not saying that it's not, but Mm -hmm. I think that when we are going through difficult times to focus on what is, uh, brings you joy, what you are grateful for, what is present in your life, you know, in that moment Mm -hmm. to 
you know, get you through. I, I think that's such a good point. And often, you know, after we experience a difficult circumstance or moment or, or life experience in general, you, they always say hindsight is twenty twenty. When you look back, you can see the lesson. You can see the growth that came from it. You understand maybe a little bit more, you know, why you went through that difficult or challenging time. And this year, especially, I've been challenging myself to find that lesson, that moment of wisdom, that, that you know, sense of joy and gratitude, you know, in those actual moments when I'm experiencing it. So what am I supposed to learn from from this challenge from this moment and it's actually just even thinking about that in the moment has helped me switch my mindset and switch more into that space of understanding and gratitude it's not easy um i don't thrive at doing this but i've been trying to you know definitely challenge myself to to find that um understanding and that lesson and that sense of gratitude you know while i'm in sort of that difficult experience. And and the more I think about it, I think resilience comes from that too, from making that choice to, to find that gratitude, to find that joy for yourself. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, what you're talking about too is really mindfulness, mm-hmm. right? Paying attention in the present moment without judgment to what's happening, you know, and it's a practice and it it's, we begin again, you know, like I'm in the midst of a mindfulness-based stress reduction course through Brown University's Mindfulness Center, and we have a lot of formal and informal practices, and the formal-seated practices for me are tough. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sort of a doer. I'm like, let's, I'm like, okay, what's next? Here we go. I'm I'm, I'm a bit of a doer versus uh, just being, and so I've been working on being Mm. and doing a little bit less. Um, and it's, it's very much a practice and, you know, we do have the ability to, like you said, make choices and regulate our emotions. Um, I think that's a big sort of competency of resilience. Um, you know, how can we, you know, when we can self-regulate our emotions, we're able to lead with our wisdom and, critical situations. And, you know, I love you talking about attention, you know, filtering out distractions, sustaining effort toward your goals or mm-hmm. toward whatever, you know, we're trying to strive for. Um, that's a big piece of it. You know, I think mental agility, mm-hmm. you know, thinking on your feet, like being able to problem solve creatively, make better choices under pressure. Um, you know, so there's definitely a lot of layers and elements that, that make up resilience, um, and resiliency. And it's just, um, you know, I think bringing our attention to the present moment is, is a great, a great foundation for it. Yeah. And that ability to be in that present moment, to be mindful, everything that you just spoke of, to sit in what you're, it is that you're experiencing is such a, it's such a space and source of strength. I think often we think about, you know, in order to do or overcome or experience, we have to be doing, doing, doing all the time. But you're right. Sometimes just the practice of being, it takes tremendous courage and tremendous strength to to sit in that space and to, you know, be in that space of reflection or just integrating what it is that you've experienced or that you're learning. Um, but often it, it just doesn't feel intuitive. I, I'm with you. I'm someone who's like constantly on the move. Mm-hmm. If I challenge myself to just sit and be, it's definitely a challenge, but there's so much I learn, you know, from those moments too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think too, when we go through different difficult experience. I think having that resilience in us, it allows us to rebound Mm -hmm. in a more 
kind of kinder way to ourselves and just how we show up in the world and in our community. And, and it really allows us to flourish when we face adversity. Um, it helps us to be prepared to deal with stress, um, helps to balance personal life, work responsibilities. And overall, I feel like it just improves our ability to make healthier choices in our life. So, you know, when we can move to a place, um, you know, through these challenges where we can, yeah, just, just show up in the way that we're, mm-hmm. we're wanting to in life, you know? And I think that it, it does take us back to our values and like what, you know, what is most meaningful in life and, and, and the purpose too. Yeah. I think you're spot on with that. I would love it if you're open to share these moments in your life that have taught you about resilience or have allowed you to build on your resilience. I know that you're a two-time Hodgkin's lymphoma thriver. You've been in remission for 11 years, but I'm curious, you know, how that experience and, and experiences moving forward have really taught you about your own resilience or allowed you to strengthen, you know, that sense of resilience for yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, I, most recently my, um, so I have identical twin boys, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jacob and Vincent, and they were born in January this year. And so, uh, my experience with cancer, I think definitely prepared me for the, uh, start of motherhood. Jacob, unfortunately, um, had uh, pretty extensive health issues when he was born and he was, we kind of didn't know what was wrong actually. Um, mm-hmm. and it was really difficult to navigate that. And, uh, we ended up going to four different hospitals. He had to have a surgery. Um, you know, so ultimately like his health issues, um, they're in a good, sh- they're, the most resolved and and he's on a good track now, but he was in the hospital for the first nine out of 10 weeks of his life. And, um, I feel like being able to navigate the healthcare system, going through my experience with cancer truly prepared me to advocate for Jacob and his needs. Mm-hmm. And, um, also I was familiar with the hospital. I mean, I, was in, I had a stem cell transplant, um, 11 years ago and I was in isolation for six weeks, um, at Memorial Stone Kettering. And, um, I remember how, um, how it was, you know, Mm -hmm. and it just, um, I've in the moment, um, finding that pockets of gratitude, um, for example, a friend, uh, and really not even too close of a friend, really through a friend of a friend. Um, but we had met over the years, she worked at the hospital. She came and brought me coffee mm-hmm. and breakfast here and there and would check on us. And it was just so wonderful to have, um, a familiar face and just the kindness of someone understanding how, um, difficult of a time it was, you know, and just these like basic, simple things is like bringing someone a warm cup of coffee was just like magical because Mm -hmm. I like had not left the room in 24 hours. Um, but I think going through that experience with Jacob too, you know, I had Vincent was home. Um, Jacob was in the hospital an hour away. Um, we called on our family for support. There would be, there was no way we could do it alone. And so, you know, my aunt, my sister, my mom, mother-in-law, my dad, just family just helped, um, show up truly. I mean, uh, you know, living, you know, uh, my mother-in-law lived with mm-hmm. us for a month and, you know, wow. it was just very helpful to have that kindness and support and, um, love in our life. And I think that, going through that experience once again was just such a reminder of the fragility of life. And, um, this idea of just putting one foot in front of the other, like in my mind, when 
days are difficult, I just always remember like the sun always rises, Mm. the next day comes and I had to just keep moving forward. And, you know, there were days that, I mean, I was pumping like seven days, seven times a day. I would maybe get like two, three hours of sleep and that wasn't even in a row. You know, I mean, it was really, really kind of complicated in the hospital and, you know, living in the present moment. I mean, really, truly living in the present moment because it's all we have. I mean, and it's something that, again, I I practice all the time because I am a planner. I'm a doer. I want to, you know, create big things in this beautiful world of ours. And then, you know, in terms of thinking of things in the past, you know, oh man, what could have I done differently? You know, cause in a way you want to learn certainly mm-hmm. from your mistakes and, and grow. And, you know, so it's this delicate dance of, you know, learning from your past and then also wanting to plan for the future. So you could like create right. big things, but then also truly realizing that life happens now. First of all, I'm so happy to hear that Jacob is doing well because you and I were set to record for this podcast back in January, right before they were born. And so I've been following your journey and your family's journey. And I'm just, I shared with this, this with you before we started recording. I'm just so happy to hear, you know, everyone is, is doing well. I think it, it reminds me so much of what I said at the very beginning of how resilience is born out of these difficult moments and experiences, but you really never know how what you experienced previously will help prepare you for what's coming and will help strengthen you, I think, for what's coming. And something that you also mentioned about community, I don't think we talk enough about the role of community, of our communities in resilience, because yes, it's about, you know, oftentimes putting one foot in front of the other, but Sometimes we can't do that without the support and the help of those around us. And so I love, I'm so grateful for what you shared about this role of community and resilience because we really can't do it alone. And I don't think we're supposed to, we're supposed to do it alone either. Mm-mm. No, we are ha- hardwired for connection. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and I think that's what's made this year quite difficult. I mean, luckily we do have technology certainly to connect us, but I mean, there's nothing like a hug. <laughs> no. Right. I mean, there's yeah. nothing like personal touch. There's nothing like feeling someone's energy. I mean, right now I mentioned I'm in that course. Well, I mean, it's kind of cool because everyone's from all over the world and all that, but I can't feel people's energy from the screen really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, in the voice, you certainly can, can, and you know, from the, from voice and from what people say. And I know we were talking actually just before we hit record of just feeling someone's energy, maybe through their messaging and through, you know, how they show up, you know, in in an online way, maybe through social media, things like that. So it's like, you can to a certain extent, but there's just nothing beats like just sitting with someone, you know, or maybe Mm -hmm. even being able to put your hand shoulder. So, you know, I think that, yeah, I hear you. I, we, underestimate the power of community and connection. And I think it's more important now than ever. And people are really seeking it out, you know? And so this, you know, where everyone is really being called to be resilient this year. And I think it's, people are kind of sinking or swimming to be really honest, you Mm -hmm, know, and mm -hmm. it's, and understandably so, because right, maybe if life has been like, you know, fluffy and unicorns and, you know, magical the whole time, you know, people aren't prepared, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this year you brought such a great point up about this year, especially being one that's not only challenging, but also requiring the sense of resilience and being able to keep moving forward. And I think the advice you shared before about how you would just remind yourself that the sun will rise again tomorrow. I, I think that's 
such an important reminder because when we are in those moments where it's so challenging, where we question whether or not we can keep going, um, when we're looking for that sense of support, we we don't think it's going to change. We think this is going to be like this forever. And I keep telling myself too, that this is temporary. Sometimes it's about how I'm feeling. This emotion is temporary. This situation is temporary. Um, and 2020 and the experience of this year is going to be temporary too. But I think if we can take a gift or a lesson out of it, I hope it will be the sense of resilience. And I hope it will be this sense of you can find joy through resilience too. And that, you know, we're made of, we're made of good stuff here. We can get through these, these tough times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, um, I was watching and listening to Dr. Rick Hansen the other day, and he was saying that there's like a few kind of pieces of framework to navigate this time. And one, um, he had said was slow down, mm-hmm. breathe, see the big picture. Mm. And it's important for us to do that. And it's certainly easier said than done, right? Certainly easier said than done. And that's why we need community to remind us to slow down and breathe and see the big picture. What do you think has surprised you maybe the most about resilience or or even your journey with resilience this year, um, especially? That the show goes on, you (laughs) know, um, that we are stronger than we even know. Um, and that when we can put one foot in front of the other and get through each day, each minute, really each minute, each hour, then each day, um, that we, if you keep showing up for yourself, if you keep showing up for others, um, and by the way, showing up for yourself allows you to show up for others. (laughs) So (laughs) don't forget to, fill your own cup before we try to help others. It's very important to do that. Um, that, that really, um, I remembered like while I was very much in the thick of it, like being like, how are we going to get through this? Like, I just actually was like, I, well, to be honest, really, it felt like a nightmare. Mm -hmm. I mean, Vincent was home. Jacob was in the hospital. My husband and I were alternating nights sleeping at the hospital and I just wanted Jacob to be okay. Like I just couldn't, like, I couldn't believe he wasn't okay. (laughs) It just still like, it felt very surreal to be honest while we were in the midst of it. But I just like, I think what surprised me was even when I felt like I couldn't go on another day, like I did. And Mm. this idea of like, just, it's this like inner strength that you like, don't even realize you have until you're kind of just, you know, dropped into these really difficult situations. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're like kind of, you know, it's like where the rubber meets the road, like you find out what you're made of. It really, it really is. And, um, I think I surprised myself with like how, um, yeah, just, I mean, how relentless, I mean, I've sort of like always been that way. I've kind of been like (laughs) the squeaky wheel gets greased. Um, like anything I want, I try to go after Mm -hmm. and I'm like, kind of have that personality of never giving up. Um, but it's just so important to remember that when we can just put the one foot in front of the other, I mean, that's, that's how we get, that's how we move through it. And to really feel all the feelings, you know, let, let it happen. Yeah. Oh, Lauren, I have, I loved connecting with you and having this conversation. I think this sense of being resilient, how to develop resilience, it really only comes through experience and comes through, you know, living life and, your journey, I think, is such a testament to not only courage and resilience, but also 
joy and gratitude and being mindful. And I, I just love everything that we discussed. And I'm so, I'm so glad you came on the podcast to talk to me about this. And where, where can everybody find you and, and connect and, and learn more? Yes. So I teach Pilates Fusion virtually. I would love to have you for class yes. <laughs> live or so yes, my website is a great spot to find me. It is uh, chichilife, C-H-I-C-H-I life, NYC.com. And then I'm on Instagram at chichilifenyc. Perfect. Everything's going in the show notes. Um, it'll be so easy for everyone to connect with you and learn more. And I know they're going to want to after listening to this episode. And I just, I can't thank you again. I'm, I'm so excited to share this. I think it's, it's so timely and I, I hope people will really enjoy it. I know they will. I know. So thank you again. Thank you so much, Sydney.